Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. We this is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. 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 I know I just walked in the room, but do I smell like hot dogs, as far as you can tell? I'm not aware of it. I mean, I'm not that close to you. I'm not goodness. picking up a scent. More on that later. Live from Studio C. C-C-R. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, pump up that music mic. This is an information party. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. The conspiracy of birds. Just gen- plaguing Joe Biden every time he tries <laughs> to make a speech. Oh, you're not talking about the burn the birds are drones conspiracy. No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> no, the real one. Our feathered friends, anti-Biden activists. There they are now. You remember my story? I had a story. We uh, we got rid of one babysitter we had because our uh, our kids claimed that she smelled like hot dogs. I do recall that. She yeah. had some other problems too. Yeah. But, uh, Probably fit in with her whole smelling like hot dogs lifestyle. Smelling like hot scent. dogs sounds like a reason to hire someone. <laughs> delicious tube steak. Hey, you don't want people to smell like a hot dog. <laughs> the reason I may smell like a hot dog is uh, last night. So I'm at the Sonic with my son, having a Chicago dog. You ever had the Chicago dog from uh, the Sonic? It's not bad, actually. Don't believe I have. For a uh, fast sounds food good. dog. Yeah. Anyway, a big chunk of it fell off the hot dog. And went down into that never, never been explored land between the seat and the console and oh, underneath yeah. there. Yeah. And what's going on under there? Nobody knows. There's all kinds of sharp things and wires, and uh, you hate to stick your hands down there. You can get cut or bit or something like that. <laughs> bit. But anyway, I couldn't find it, and then I forgot about it. And then when I got in my car this morning, oh my God, did it smell bad from the relish, Ooh. onions, pickles <laughs> that had fallen down into that. Yeah, nasty. And probably sat there in the, sick the 90 degree heat for a good couple hours with the windows up too last night to bake that smell oh. into the vehicle. So, man, that was gross. When I opened the door this morning, I thought I was going to yak. And that's nasty. Yeah, it was gross. Didn't you spill a bunch of milk in the car once? Or? Oh, that was that's uh, not that was even worse. Yeah, my other truck. I got home from the grocery store, and something happened. Like right when I got home, and I left the groceries in the car on a hundred. That day was a hundred and ten. Oh, and the gallon of milk oh. finally got so hot that it just exploded. Oh no! <laughs> and I didn't find that till the next day. I don't. Uh, think. You set fire to that truck, right? I still drive it, but it took oh. a long time to clean it. I mean, I had it shampooed multiple times, and I put bacon soda down and i just i mean i had to oh nasty it's, it's fine now though it's it's a lesson there you can you, you can fix problems you just have to stick with it wow that is a life-affirming lesson uh-huh. thanks uncle jack by the way so you mentioned biden and we're gonna make fun of him i suppose because if there were bird noises i didn't hear the bird noises were there bird noises again there were but he gave one of his big wow. phenomena <laughs> he gave one of his big economic speeches and somebody tweeted at us oh i know i so i tweeted out the poll the Harris poll that came out yesterday in which Trump has closed the gap six points nationally. So now it's a went from a 10-point race to a four-point race nationally. I said, you're kidding me. In the last couple of weeks, now national polls are uh, stupid. That's not the way we elect people, et cetera, et cetera. But if there's been a, you know, a swing in momentum, that would be pretty interesting. Anywho, 
somebody responded to that tweet with, uh, watch the speech and tell me he's a doddering old fool. That was yesterday's economic speech. Mm-hmm. And so I bit, and I logged on, and I watched probably five of the 20 minutes. And he, if you if you were coming into that fresh, you wouldn't think there was anything wrong with Joe Biden whatsoever. All right. Old sharp Joe on wouldn't display. Wouldn't have thought there was anything wrong with him, if you were going to be fair. Okay. He he was he was as coherent and made sense and and got the words right and everything like that as anybody ever does when they're running for president. Wow! And I thought, so he okay. has good days and bad days. See, that's the thing, and I didn't reply that in the tweet because you get into a back and forth that loses oh, nuance. Yeah. We're going to yeah. talk about that later, but um, uh, yeah, that's that's his that's his big problem as we all saw from the debates. He had times in the debates where he was clearly the cream of the crop on that stage. Mm-hmm. He's the okay. guy who made the most sense and had the most experience. Then he'd have those moments where he said, get these squirrels off me, as Jonah Goldberg says. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder what's going on. Yeah, you want to play, plug in the phonograph and, 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 and go visit Pork Shop and Corn Pop. Uh, what? But I'll tell you, as a guy who daily deals with uh, mental uh, situations in their household, that's why my son and I were at the Sonic to escape my home, uh... That's that's why it's so difficult to deal with. I never knew that until I was living it. But that's what makes it so hard. There are times when the person you're dealing with is fine. Mm-hmm. And so you think, okay, we can do this. We've turned a corner here. And then it goes off the rails. Yeah. And then you get some hope again. And you think, okay, we can. And then it goes off the rails again. So uh, that's probably what we're going to see from Joe over the next four months. And won't we enjoy the... Get these squirrels off of me moments. Oh, boy. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. See how many people smell like hot dogs today. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping doggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. It's the little things that make me happy, and I see that Costco has added ice cream sundaes to their food court. What now? And I'm a happy man. Oh, my kids would love that. Yeah. Is, was... is your local Costco open like you can go in and sit at the food court? Um, I Surely don't know. not. I don't think you can sit. The I think f- it's just to go. The food court at the Costco I go to is outside. Oh, it is. Yeah. It helps. Oh, yeah. I saw a Denny's yesterday, drove by a Denny's on the way to the Sonic, where they had moved the tables out onto the parking lot. Since briefly, where I live, you could eat inside, and then it went back to you can't eat inside, they decided to move the tables out onto the parking lot. Mm. I don't know how many people are doing that. People tuning in for the first time are assuming this is some sort of low-budget food show. <laughs> Eventually, we'll we could, get on to what's happening in the world, I think we just, we just did some political presidential race analysis that was fairly deep, I thought. Uh, next, corn dogs. Uh, are they more a vegetable or, or a meat? They're not a Stay vegetable. Stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> There's positive Sean, who smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Now, it does not surprise me that, uh, Jack or Joy, you probably do not know who Ninja is. If I say Ninja, no, nothing. And Ninja or a particular a, individual? A particular individual. No, I don't know that. He's about as big as they come in the, the eSports world, right? The you're your, your video game streamers uh look taking a quick look at his twitter he's got 6.1 million followers wow. on twitter um that's how was, that's how uh, bifurcated is that the right word that's a good but how word. split our world is there's somebody out there that's huge like that that i've never even heard the mm. name and he was lucky to come on he got the name ninja he's yeah. like 50 everybody wants to be mr black the ninja. <laughs> the also <laughs> certified ninja to, to quote a uh, beloved movie but wow but uh, but yes, a gigantic star uh, in in that world. Uh, and yesterday he tweeted out, "I have deleted the TikTok app off of my all of my devices. Hopefully, a less intrusive company in parentheses data farming that isn't owned by China can recreate the concept legally. Such funny and amazing content on the app from influencers. You know, that's what I've been thinking for the last week. 
how complicated is that app? Why doesn't somebody just come up with a non-communist spies version of funny eight-second videos? It already exists, and you haven't heard of it, or it will exist tomorrow by noon. Right. Those more legit ones, we can get into more of this later, but uh, for instance, TikTok has a tendency to over-inflate the engagement on your first several TikToks, ah, kind of. So you think, wow, I was really oh a hit God. with this. And, and That's it, a great idea. It just idea. gets the dopamine going. And what then, a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Sure. What? That's genius. Turns out you're a genius at this. And you're a rock star. Oh, people think you're hilarious. All these people, Ed Fridgewitz over here and Wanda, what's her name? See, we made up these pictures with our AI technology. Sure. They love it. They think yeah. it's fantastic. That video where you're walking just like your cat. Uh, 10,000 <laughs> likes. What a great idea, because people hunger for that so yeah, much. Yeah. Wow. China. Blow Insidious and brilliant. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, July 10th, the year 2020. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, getting started at Mark. But I think he was confused by the, the question and the words and everything else. He, he didn't mean that because he hasn't taken any cognitive tests because he couldn't pass one. He's not talking about uh, the former vice president, Mr. Biden, there, is he? As a matter of fact, he is, Joe. Oh, that's unfortunate. Joe Biden is a dummy. Oh, boy. We'll get into a little <laughs> more of that Harris poll that came out yesterday. You know, it's the only one out there pointing that direction, but uh, is it the first of many? I have no idea. Pretty interesting, though, if that's the twist that it's taken recently. Indeed, yeah. I, it's it's difficult to know with uh, a national poll, of course. But. Sure. Not hard to imagine, though. A lot of unrest in the streets. How does mailbag look? It's okay. Oh, it's just okay. It's well, I'm having a little trouble. A lot of people are really, really bothered by some of the things that are happening right now. And I will, uh, I'll give in you, America or on the in show? America. Okay. No, in America. Um, specifically, you remember during the fever pitch moments of the post-George Floyd murder, Black Lives Matter, where just nobody dared say anything. People were losing their jobs for asking questions, Mm -hmm. and it was just at fever pitch. Well, a lot of the worst, most indefensible, racist policies that were being hatched during those fevered hours are now coming to an office near you, or a state near you, or a city sidewalk near you. And so there's a lot of ugly racist stuff happening right now in the the name of racial justice, and it's bothering people. That's interesting. So, yeah, the the email, the articles I'm looking at, just everything's running in that direction. Fantastic. And we have a little something called Clips of the Week on the Oh, that's right. It's Friday. Which will save a mediocre mailbag if if indeed that is the case. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's what you think. (laughs) Hey, hey, Sean, leave the mediocre stuff in. Sean says, I've heard cow. It's just, uh, no, something's got to shave both of them. <laughs> Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Jokes is I was going to read the power of positive thinking, and then I thought, "What the hell good will that do?" Yeah, uh, there's a new study out that says the power of positive thinking uh, has been debunked. What? So, well, stay tuned for that. <laughs> That's discouraging. We'll get into the latest uh, Harris poll uh, with Trump closing the gap nationally. See if that means anything. Bob, the numbers behind the numbers. 
etc., etc. A bunch of different things. All right, then. Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. First, let's get a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. In the same. A world record. 75. Official 75. 75. <laughs> so let me get an old additional unit over here to come talk with this guy with me. Bring a mat. Yeah, yeah. Br- what? No, we don't have the mats. Bring, bring the mats. Sir, we need... Oh, the ground is too hard? Don't worry, we got the mats coming for you. So, um, what's your name? Suck your d- That's... Yeah. There's a lot of people out here with that name. Being a father and a husband, that's my mission in life right now. How do I reconcile that, what I just told you, with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. So when I see that, or as a mission statement for Black Lives Matter, it makes me scratch my head is that we really had one epicenter of spread when New York was going through its hardship. Now we really have four major epicenters of spread. If they have more on their agenda, we need to ask them about what else is on that agenda right. other than police brutality. I'll probably be sticking to football and video games for a while now. Would you recommend that people download that app on their phones? Only if you want your private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. China is engaged in a whole-of-state effort to become the world's only superpower by any means necessary. This phrase, everybody's been woked. Well, guess what? Our, I got testicles. <laughs> good for you, sir. Uh, they are. Um, it's not uh, going to be in clips of the week, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the, in the midst of that, was that uh, New York policeman mocking the way they have to treat people now with the new rules? We should play that again. Uh, we played it once earlier in the week for people who didn't hear it. It's pretty good. It's uh, yeah, pretty amusing. Well, and just I think pretty important also uh, that they feel like. They're having to treat criminals with such a soft touch. And 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 crime has exploded in New York, by the way. Mm. Mailbag. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from the great Thomas Sowell. You might think that the collapse of communism throughout Eastern Europe would be considered a failure, decisive enough for Marxism, but academic Marxists in utter... I'm sorry, but academic Marxists in America are utterly undaunted. Their paychecks and their tenure are unaffected. Their theories continue to flourish in classrooms. It's a good... Phyllis said this long was a tweet she saw, a tweet by Hillary Clinton. Bill and I are so saddened to hear that Ghislaine Maxwell hung herself in her jail cell tomorrow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hashtag Clinton body count. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is from Dan. Thoughts on TikTok and casual espionage. I was thinking of the implications of the Chinese Communist government having their fingers in the TikTok app and why they'd go through the effort to gather information on random citizens. Could this uh, be an extension of the way they use their own citizens within, within Western countries? You've reported on Chinese citizens being used to spy on American institutions. This may grow to be well-known and avoided, but who's paying attention to American citizens spying on behalf of the Chinese? 
If the communist Chinese government has access to private messages and texts, could they identify people in disadvantageous positions and mine their personal conversations for black blackmail material? Um, uh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible. Here's a good example. How about a tech employee uh, who's sending along an edgy meme that might get him in trouble? Mm, that one makes sense. I was about to say, I think I'm unblackmailable. I think everything I've done uh, bad in my life, I've talked about on the air. I don't, I don't think, I'm, I don't think there's anything out there. Uh, yeah, I've left a few things out, but uh, I'm fine with it. Go ahead, China, blackmail away. Uh, I think that's a perfectly plausible uh, suggestion. I'm not sure the TikTok gap is is the most efficient way to do it, but I'm sure they have AI programs that seek out certain words and phrases and the rest of it. And yeah, of course, blackmail has been. A huge technique for recruiting uh, spies, uh, moles, you know, espionage agents through the ages. God, I, th- I know I've said this ten times, but I think that quote we just had in Clips of the Week from our FBI director saying it is a, a whole state effort to become the world's lone superpower by any means necessary. Right. Holy crap. Yep, and we financed it for decades. In the hope that they would come around politically. And a whole state effort, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Businesses, military, tech, everything. S- their citizens, wherever they may be, they'll be called upon to serve the motherland. Yeah, that is astonishing. Yeah, well. A lot to catch you up on. What are the latest COVID numbers, the Trump poll, etc.? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Long piece in the Atlantic today. Of course, they only do long pieces. Great, Scott. Never ask a writer from the Atlantic what the weather's going to be today. Good God. You get 10,000 words on the atmosphere. But it is the great conundrum of our time when it comes to the virus. Why are cases exploding while deaths are down? And they look into that more. The deaths have ticked up slightly the last last couple of days. It'll take a while to know if that's a trend or not. Well, I've just had it confirmed that in my county and state, hospitalized with COVID-19 is absolutely not separated from or counted differently than hospitalized because of COVID-19. So if I, you know, have a severe upset stomach and they decide to check me in overnight for observation and they test me and say, hey, you got the vid. And I say, I feel great on my tummy ache. You are a COVID hospitalization. If you die at age 95 of natural causes with the vid in you, you are a COVID death. And it's just it's not helpful. Well, I um, I heard a top of the hour newscast on one of the stations we're on and it just is. The public is so poorly served by so much media reporting. I mean, you're you are actually, honestly, it's the old Mark Twain saying. Right. If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read the newspaper, you're misinformed. How many times do I hear a story where I think people would have been better off if they heard nothing about that story than that? Or an editorial masquerading as a news story, which is the trend now. Anyway, yeah. as is commonly reported. 
Uh, an explosion in Des, the, the giving you these scary percentages of how much uh, cases are up across the country, and then saying, and nearly a thousand people have died in the last two days. Thanks for the complete lack of context. The fact that a thousand in two days is around five hundred a day, which is way lower than it was a month ago. Mm-hmm. Deaths are way down from the peak. You, you know, you don't need to come to a conclusion. Just throw that out there and wonder. But you don't need to lead people a certain direction. But maybe that fits with uh, one thing that was mentioned in this long Atlantic piece. In the fog of the pandemic, every statistic tells a story. No one statistic tells the whole story. Conservatives seeking refuge in today's death counts may find in a matter of days that deaths are clearly resurging and the narrative is rapidly deteriorating. But liberals, too, should avoid the temptation to flatly reject any remotely positive finding for fear that it will give succor to the president. The fact that this is even a part of the conversation, how does it help my political view of the world, is so crazy. So crazy. I know. Especially from the one party that claims we're about math and science. All right, whatever. I hadn't meant to talk about the uh, pandemic at all, but there's a teasing that we'll get into that more later. Uh, But that continues to be the, 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 the mystery that everybody's trying to figure out. Cases are up, depending on which day you look at, 60, 70, 80%. Deaths are down, you know, 1% to 10%. So. Right. Uh, poll came out yesterday. Uh, Harris poll, which is a legit poll, um, found that uh, President Trump had closed the gap by six points. He was down nationally by 10 just about a week and a half ago, and he's now closed it to four, which, of course, it's almost within the margin of error. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Reddit said the biggest takeaway from the poll was that more people of color are voting third party than white respondents. Okay, maybe you think that's the big takeaway. I think this is the big takeaway. When you're hearing, how much have you heard the drum beat? of course, from the media that desperately wants Trump to lose, of how far he is behind in various polls, in these national polls. This has been daily. It's been mm-hmm. weekly. It's been monthly for a long time because uh, Biden's been up by double digits you got to include this number all the time. 18% of voters didn't indicate their support for either candidate. Among those voters, 5% they would vote for someone else. 5% said they wouldn't vote. 8% they are undecided. If you have 15, or if you have 18% of voters that don't know exactly what they're going to do... That's enough to have a landslide in either direction. In either direction. Yeah. yeah. So come on. Again, giving some context to the news story. Forget it. Those uh, days are gone, old man. A, a, a five-point lead with 18% of the voters having not made up their mind doesn't mean a freaking thing. <laughs> well, and especially, as you often point out, given the fact that we don't hold national elections per se, we go right. state by state, and Hillary's entire margin, uh, of uh, her, her margin of, uh, not victory, but more votes, were on the coasts. And then Trump's entire margin was not the coasts. So, yeah, any national poll is skewed by the population centers on the coast. Yeah, I heard an interesting argument about that the other day, that, that candidates are making that mistake and that Trump might be making that mistake. For instance, the whole, um, you know, he's he's doubling down on we're not going to change the names of military bases named after Confederate generals. Uh-huh. And that's a majority of a majority of the country is fine with that, changing the names. Fine with changing it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is pretty weird that we have some of our biggest, most important bases named after Confederate generals. You I understand admit. why it was done, but uh, yeah, it is strange. But I mean, anyway, they committed treason against the country from a political standpoint. 
uh, this uh, pundit said. So why would you, if you're Donald Trump, uh, stick with that position, which might help you go in Mississippi or Alabama from getting 80% of the vote to 82% of the vote? I mean, you're going to win the state by a landslide. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could go the other direction and maybe pick up 5% in a close state. And I think I think that's been lost on a lot of campaigns, which you'd think they'd understand it. Getting more of California as a Democrat doesn't do you any good. Right. I, I just don't think Trump calculates those things. I don't things. think he does I either. Care. I don't think he cares. I think Hillary did. I think the Biden campaign does. But I'm still surprised that they do it wrong. Right. Well, and that's the frustration if you uh, support a lot of Trump's policies or, or whatever is... You think just a little more calculation, just a little more caution. Uh, let's just not shoot ourselves in the foot. Uh, but he just does. And, you know, it's that, that spirit that got him elected may get him not elected this time. One, we'll find out. One final poll number that I thought was pretty damned interesting. Uh, in the latest poll uh, about enthusiasm from USA Today found that Trump supporters said they were very excited to vote for Trump. Half of Trump supporters said they were very excited to vote for Trump. Right. Very excited. I would remind you of the new agency policy. Tell us what you're talking about before the number. I did. Because I ignored that number. I just did there. Uh, you did. Yeah. You circled circled back. I the I number last. There you go. Um, but for Biden, it's only 27%. So I think the very excited thing could matter. I think it, it makes a difference that half of Trump supporters are very excited only a quarter of Biden supporters are very excited well, in terms and, of people that actually turn out and vote. And I'd argue that a significant portion of those excited Biden voters are just excited because they hate Trump. <laughs> They're not actually excited by Biden. Have you seen nobody them? has been excited by Biden in 30 years, including Mrs. Biden? If anybody sees a Biden bumper sticker or yard sign, take a picture of it and send it to us because I've yet to see one. Bernie signs. I still see Bernie signs. We have received a number of emails, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, saying, listen, I just took a cross-country trip with my kids, or, hey, we just hit five states, or we went all the way up and down the West Coast, the liberal West Coast, not a single Biden sticker nor sign. If I had to bet today, if I had to bet my own money, I would bet that Biden wins if I was betting today. But... Is he going to be the first president elected without a single bumper sticker in the entire country? <laughs> not one person was, I'm not putting a Biden sticker on my car. Those are hard yeah. to get off. <laughs> I saw a guy with a Bernie 2016 sticker on his car the other day. Oh, yeah, I see Hillary sticker. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do a recount. Huh? Maybe but, you still win that but thing. But Bernie's the kind of guy that, that if you're a Bernie supporter, you're happy to have that on forever. You want people to know, I was a Bernie guy. That's the kind of person I am. Right. Same with Trump. Same with uh, maybe Hillary to a certain extent, I don't know. Mm. Certainly Obama. but I, I see more Andrew Yang stuff yeah, out there. But nobody wants to announce to the world that they're a Biden person, do they? What's the point? What's the point? What does that, what does that mean? Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer a Democrat over Trump. <laughs> That's all it means. <laughs> and in exactly that tone of voice. That is what you are saying to the world. I'd uh, prefer Trump not get reelected. <sighs> maybe, you, maybe you can make a sticker that says, meh, I just want a Democrat. <laughs> meh, I just want a Democrat. Meh, Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, there you go. Yeah, well, all right. As I said the other day, sometimes it seems like, uh, you know, you're seven years old and your parents tell you, we're going to Disney World and 
six months, and it just seems impossibly far away, and it never gets any closer. And then <laughs> the, the, I have to keep reminding myself the election is actually going to happen. This is not merely an exercise in hypotheticals, as it's been for the last 545 days of discussion about the friggin' election. Right. Well, we're coming up on 100 days. So. Yeah. Is that a lot? I don't know. Speaking of uh, the western coast of the United States and, and the east coast as well, uh, it has been decided by the authorities that there is an inferior race. That inferior race must be separated and re-educated. You can tell somebody's inferior by the color of their skin? Wow, that That's seems right. uh, yep. not modern. There's absolutely an inferior and uh, superior race. And uh, you white people, I got bad news for you. According to like serious authorities in various cities, you're an inferior race. So we've got that for you. Also, the power of positive thinking has been debunked by a study. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> I knew it all along. Yeah, yeah. We could untangle some of those Supreme Court rulings a little bit. Um, I liked. Uh, I, I I saw a law professor, and I thought it was really great that he summed it up. I th- maybe I, I think I can find it really quickly. And I, I wish more people did this. Of course, they don't bring you on shows to uh, to do this sort of thing. Um, you're not going to get paid the big money when you do this sort of thing. Uh, law professor, maybe I can't find it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think the long and short is that nothing will happen before the election. Talking about the taxes. Yes. Rather than breaking it down, this and that and all that. Uh-huh. You're not, they're not going to see Trump's taxes before the election, which is all that most people cared about. So. Right. Yeah, that's true, I think. I, I found the actual decisions pretty interesting. And 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 uh, reassuring, but the idea that any prosecutor in any burg in America can cook up some charge against the president, impanel a grand jury, and then subpoena the president. You have to come to Oklahoma City and testify, Mr. President, if that... because we think you didn't uh, pay the, the bill, your electric bill, when you briefly owned a building here. Well, obviously, if that were the standard... Uh, any Republican running for president, Berkeley would come up with something. Right. And any Democrat running for president, you know, pick your place. Uh, some Texas city would come up with something. Right. And always. Right. It just would never end. So the soups tried to tap the brakes on that without giving the president absolute immunity. How about, how about the fact that half the state of Oklahoma is now an Indian reservation? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what that means. Um, if you know more about it, by the way, you can text us 415-295-KFTC. More on all those things on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We get The list from the contract of things Patrick Mahomes can't do. Pretty entertaining as he signed the biggest contract in sports history in America this week. Quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, for you, if you don't know. Right. Young superstar. Super Bowl champion. Etc. A couple of stories to touch on very briefly. First of all, we were talking about uh, how crazy and... Uh, you know, off-putting the first half of this year has been. Uh, talking about could it get any worse, and I <laughs> fancifully suggested, well, sharks could learn to walk on land, <laughs> you know. And I uh, got this from alert listener uh, Sven. 
I'll pass this along. Science uh, scientists have documented four new species of walking shark that they say have developed the ability to walk very recently. Now I will. I mean, very recently in the last ten million years, or like since last Tuesday. Oh, not uh, well. Uh, it hasn't been observed before. Okay. I will grant you they're walking underwater at oh, this point, okay. but they're walking on their fins, and it's only a matter of time till they decide eh, what would happen if we went above the uh, surface of whatever this is we're in. Now, of course, the sharks know the air because they leap out and eat seals now and again. We've all seen the videos. So you got walking sharks soon, uh, sharks walking on land. So great. Look for that. Uh, you'd be chased. You know, you're, you're running from a grizzly bear in Montana, and uh, you chased right into the jaws of a waiting shark. Candy. I mean, if they if they coordinate their efforts, imagine the nightmare. Candy Graham. <laughs> Flowers for you. <laughs> so a uh, couple of notes, believe it or not, from the Russia collusion hoax. As the fallout from that continues and should, the American attention span is short, and it would be tempting to forget about that as uh, a certain political party is trying to because they don't want the people who horrifically abused their constitutional offices and broke laws. They don't want them punished or that brought to light. They just want to move on. But British ex-spy Christopher Steele has been ordered to pay damages to two uh, British banker-type people uh, because he published inaccurate or misleading material in his infamous dossier. The particulars are not terribly interesting, just that he completely made up information about these two bankers and what they'd been up to and who they were doing business with. The, the entire dossier is, with a few exceptions, utterly fiction. Yeah, well, that was known very early on. And the bad guy, really, in the ultimate story is not him. It's an FBI that would act like it was true so that they can continue with their investigation. Right, right. And and uh, James Comey, who uh, intentionally got the dossier into the news to damage Trump, uh number of uh, authorities have pointed out the dossier, funded indirectly by the DNC, contained a slew of other apparent inaccuracies among the uh, claims that are, are false now. Ex-Trump lawyer Michael Cohen traveled to Prague to conspire with Russian hackers. The Trump campaign was paying hackers, working out of a non-existent Russian consulate in Miami. I mean, Steele wasn't even that careful. There isn't one there. And he said that we had a group of hackers working out of there. That a lurid blackmail tape of Trump existed and might be in Russian possession. And that former Trump aide Carter Page was bribed with a 19% share in a Russian company. All fictional. Also, uh, another development, and this is so strange, and I wish I knew more about this topic, but that U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan, who's in charge of the General Flynn, the Michael Flynn uh prosecution. Well, he's in charge of the case. Well, the prosecutors elected to drop the charges. The Justice Department said, no, there's nothing here. We're dropping the charges. The judge said, no, 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 no. I want to prosecute him. And it, which is, wait a minute, uh, Your Honor, sir. I don't think you understand what you do. Well, the three-judge panel of the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals said, no, you can't do that. You're the damn judge. And so this judge is now appealing it to the full panel, insisting that they hear his appeal that he wants to, to prosecute it even though the government has dropped the charges. Just crazy. This guy is cuckoo nuts, this uh, Judge Emmett Sullivan. So I, I think that the district court can say, no, shut up, you're a crazy person, but I suppose we'll find out. How many hours did you spend drunk during lockdown? We have a state-by-state breakdown we'll get to uh, later in the show. 
I really like this because this backs up something I've uh, intuitively thought my whole life, and I like it when uh, I turn out to be right. Uh, The power of positive thinking has been debunked. Try reality thinking instead. The idea being that um, people who just deal with, with what's realistic and make sound decisions based on evidence have a better sense of well-being and tend to be more successful than people go with relentless positivity in the face of, uh, you know, facts that point otherwise. Uh, well, you know me. I absolutely agree. Well, I, I, you've been in meetings with me oh, yeah. where we've got the relentlessly positive person who's just speaking nonsense about the reality of things happening. Right. And they win the day because I think we can grow sales by 8%. Uh, uh, I think we can grow it by 11%. And everybody looks to that person. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. But if you're the person who says, are we going to do anything to make that happen? Because we're just hoping that will happen. It's probably not going to happen. Boo. Oh, negativity. We need people. It's like uh, Elizabeth Holmes. You're not the Silicon Valley type. We need people with a positive attitude. People that ignore reality. I don't think you're a Theranos material. Yeah, the person over in the corner with the just the flat expression on their face who's saying, well, unless we change our marketing strategy, I don't see why this year will be any different than last year. Right. That We're person, actually down 2%. We lost our, our, our highest sales, our best salesperson. That person is, uh, well, for one, happier and two, more likely to be successful than the, we're going to be, we're going to grow by 20% next year. Right. With no actual evidence for that. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. Oh, heck yeah. I, I would say negative thinking doesn't do you any good. The study shows that, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm positive that negative thinking is a negative. Armstrong and Getty.